0: Blog Talk Radio. Hello and good evening everyone. Thank you very much for tuning in to the FTI Sports Show, the Bengals Week 3 Recap. My name is Chris Hasbrock and I am actually, I'll say, flying solo tonight, uh, but we are brought to you by the lovely folks at uh, Dickie's Barbecue. Dickey's Barbecue with two brand new locations that have just opened up. Uh, one in South Lebanon, Ohio, and the other one is in Mason, Ohio. So what can you say? Uh, this was a uh, typical AFC North uh, game. Two and no Bengals uh, headed into Baltimore to take on the 0-2 Ravens. Uh, and, and like I said, a hard-fought game. Uh, it was going to be one of those one of those games that you really weren't sure um, – you know how exciting it was really going to be. FC North games can go either way; they can either be extremely exciting or, uh, you know, hard bod punch punch-in-the-mouth, uh, you know, a lot of running-type games. Uh, it, this was kind of—it had both. This is one of the mo- one of the most wild games that we can, you know, that we've seen in a while. Uh, you know, especially in the history of these two teams, and these two have had some. You know some pretty some some pretty epic games recently in the past couple of years. So um, this is just another one that you can just kind of add to it. Uh, so you know we're going to kind of look at it, break it down, kind of uh, you know you know review your thoughts if you guys want to call in. I'm going to go ahead and um, you can call in five one six three eight seven one three six five. You know give me your thoughts. You can also hit me up on Twitter at I am Chris Asbrock. Uh, you know like I said, it's going to. Uh, you know it's going to be your show tonight, so if you guys want to, like, say, call in, uh, hit me up on Twitter. You can hit me up on Facebook as well. Um, I'd be glad to answer any questions you had, uh, or you know, just any comments. Just kind of discuss the game, whatever you want to do. Uh, so I'm just going to leave it up to you guys. So you know, what if you know, if you, nobody calls in or whatever? Hey, you know, I'm just going to talk about this game and kind of give my thoughts on uh, how everything went. With that being said, uh, like I said, one of the one of the most exciting games that we've seen in a while. Um, basically, what it came down to was the fact that the Ravens—they they basically dared uh, Andy Dalton to beat him, and that's what he did. Uh, you know, Dalton—you know—he the guy gets it done. He was—he uh, was twenty to thirty-two today. 383 yards, three touchdowns, uh, one interception. He did have two touchdowns to A.J. Green, who was just absolutely phenomenal again. Uh, He had 10 receptions for 227 yards, with the longest of 80 yards. Uh, That was that quick strike play. Uh, You know, right after the Ravens had scored to take the lead, uh, you know, he hits uh, A.J. Green on that 80-yard touchdown pass, where A.J. did the majority of the work, obviously, on it. Uh, But it was beautiful, though. I mean, Andy Dalton... He came out and looked fantastic. I thought he did have a couple mistakes uh, that did lead to turnovers, uh, but you know, basically things I liked in this game. Uh, you, you know, what? it was the play of Andy Dalton. You know, in the first quarter, he went out there, and he made a couple of plays. Uh, you know, he he scrambled for the, the I think it was a seven-yard touchdown run. He, you know, that was that. That's the AJ or not? That's the Andy Dalton. That, you know, we've uh, we've been clamoring for him. We've been wanting. Uh, that's one thing I mentioned in. Uh, in my uh, basically in my preview uh, that I wrote up on the FCI Sports Blog, and uh, you know, and when it comes, you know, when it comes down to it, that's the kind of that's the that's the indie doll we have to have, and uh, you know, that's the one that showed up, and uh, you, you know, you you gotta be thrilled if you're if you're a Bengals fan, and you know, he did exactly what you know what he's supposed to do, you know. So with that being said, you know, hey, we gotta go out there, and uh, you know, they have to. They just got to get it done. That's what they've done, and uh, he, like I said, you can't ask for much more than that. Uh, you know, when it comes to uh, when it comes to this team, uh, you know, another thing I really liked obviously was the play of AJ Green. Who you know, he's a superstar for a reason, and he's one of the better uh, receivers in the league. You know, flat out, uh, there's no denying that. Um, and he, you know, he did exactly what he's uh, you know what the Bengals paid him for. You know, he goes out there, like I said, he has two huge touchdowns. Uh, obviously the most important one right at the end of the game you know was the 7 yard touchdown with you know very little time left uh you know it's just over uh two uh, yeah, two minutes and 10 seconds left in the game uh i believe it was, you know right when he uh made that play that is you know that is what this offense has been you know been all about uh you know like I said, the play of Andy Dalton and A.J. Green, you know, the first couple of weeks has just been, you know, it's been exciting. It's exactly what, uh, you know, what we want. And it continues to be that way. Uh, this team's going to make a lot of noise here coming up in the next couple of weeks. They have a huge, uh, you know, a huge chance here, uh, you know, especially in the next two weeks, you know, with uh, uh, with McKinsey Chiefs coming to town and then following that, the Seattle Seahawks, who. You know, obviously, we we know you know what you're going to get from the Seahawks. Uh, this was a crucial game. In terms of any you know any loss by an 0-2 team is going to really you know it crushes your spirit, and that's kind of what it felt like the Bengals did today to Baltimore. Uh, you know, they went out there and they you know they got it done and. You know, like I said, there's not much more you can you can really ask for. It. And they did exactly what they're supposed to do, and you know, hey, that's what we want. So that's the you know that's the team that we that we're excited about. And you know, for them to get it done like that, and it, this game had a feel to it to where you didn't really know how it was going to go. The there were times to where early on in the game when the Bengals brought 14 up and it felt good and, you know, Baltimore's just playing like garbage. I mean, just like garbage. And like I said, you didn't really know what to think about it. And then it kind of, you know, then that momentum swung. And that's when, you know, it just, it didn't feel good right at the end of the first half, but you know I was fine with that. And uh, what I'm talking about is when uh, they went for it on fourth. It was uh, fourth and one, I think. Right down, you know, they were down around, you know, inside the five yard line, and you know, Dalton rolled out, and he he couldn't he couldn't find um, you know anyone to the you know when you rolled out to the right uh, he couldn't find anyone. So he swung it back and t- uh, Tyler Eifert who makes a catch and. To me, he brought it in. It was a catch to me. I thought it was ridiculous that uh, that it it wasn't it wasn't called, and that was aggravating. So but that swung the momentum, and you know they couldn't get it done. And one thing that did aggravate me was the the play at the end of the half when the Bengals had. You know, they had, it was like 30, I think it was around 33 seconds, I believe. Uh, left in the half, they had two timeouts. Uh, you know, uh, f- you know first play, you know, they get, a, you know, they get, it's like seven or eight yards or whatever, clock's running, they wasted 13, 14 seconds, never called a timeout. Then Marvin was calls a timeout, and there was, I forget how much time was left. And then next thing you know, he runs a draw play to Geo, and you know, then there's nothing. And that was aggravating simply because they, you know, you have
1: to, you, ha- you
0: have those two timeouts, and there's typical Marvin Lewis, Bengals clock management. That, it, you, you you can't have it at that time. And that's exactly what they did. And, you know, like I said, you call timeout, and then you just run a draw play to Geo to run out the half. No, 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 not with two timeouts. Uh, I know you're not going to force and try and make anything happen, but, you know, what? you try and you go down, you try and get a field goal, get in field goal range and let Nugent do what he can do. Uh, That's how you have to handle that situation. Uh, I was a little aggravated right at the end, especially when they didn't get that, uh, you know, when they didn't get the touchdown from Tyler Eifert. I get it. I was 100%, you know, behind Marvin Lewis for that play. So, you know, I got no issues with that. I'm going for it on fourth down right there. Uh, to me, you got to do what you got to do and get it done. You know, unfortunately, it's just it's typical stupid NFL rules, which you know, hey, a lot of people you know were aggravated about, but you know, it is what it is. There's nothing you can do about it. Uh, they did a good job, though. I thought the Bengals did uh, in trying to really put the the nail in the coffin there. I think if they if that that touchdown counts. It's a whole different ball game there, and I think you really just came just on the verge of getting way out of hand. Um, but the Bengals were just they, they didn't get they didn't capitalize on on the opportunities that they had, especially at the end of that uh, at the end of that first half. You know, it's just like things like that you, you can't have. Um, you, then you come out of time, you know, second half, the next you know Andy Dalton throws an interception, and Baltimore capitalizes on it. It, it just things like that that. You know, you can have happen, but good teams can overcome those situations, and that's what happened to the Bengals did. Um, you know, they were the victim of a couple bad penalties. Uh, you know, just you know things like that. It's just the momentum really swung, especially in that third quarter. And Once that momentum swung, you know, it was tough to get back. You know, Baltimore's really playing for their lives. Uh, they had a lot riding on this game. Uh, you know, they had, you know, coming into your, you know, into your home opener down 0-2, you know, early on in the season, you know, losses really. Uh, The Denver one, obviously, you can kind of understand, but the one to Oakland was, uh, to me, kind of inexcusable, and Oakland's been playing well, but, you know, there's nothing you can really do about that. Uh, But, you come in, like I said, your own two coming into your home opener against a division rival who you really in a must win situation early on in the year, and that's you know when you're saying that in week three you know it's not looking it's not looking real good, uh but like I said, you know when you have that momentum and it's switched over and really uh it, I mean, the momentum really, it did, it switched, you know, heavy. And uh, you know, the Bengals had a tough time with uh, with Steve Smith. They've always had a problem with Steve Smith. You know, he's, he's been uncoverable uh, for the most part. And that's exactly what it was. To, you know, today he had 13 receptions, 186 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, he had that 50-yard touchdown uh, catch that was on a fourth down that he made, you know, broke a couple tackles and the next you know he takes it to the house. Uh you know, so things like that, you know, were tough the Bengals and uh that's when, you know that's when good teams really, you know, get things going. Uh you know, so that you know, that that touchdown pass, Flacco to to Smith, the fifty yarder, that was, you know, four twenty uh in the you know, in the uh um, uh in the in the third quarter. You know that cut it to, that cut it to a you know one score game. It was fourteen seven at that point, but you know the Bengals were able to, you know, to go back. You know defensively, you know couldn't get anything done. And the and the third and the fourth quarter, you know they had, uh, you know the Ravens were driving again. Like I said, they're only down the score, so that the momentum was there, and the Bengals defense stepped up big, and you know they held him to that field gonna make it fourteen ten. Uh so then you started to feel pretty good. Defense was playing pretty well and then they kind of the wheels seemed to kinda of come off a little bit when uh and this was where the momentum really, really took you know, took a hit when Elvis Dumerville comes in, you know, he comes down on on, basically on the blind side of Andy Dalton. Are not really on the blonde side, actually, just kidding. Uh, I was technically the side when he, you know when he was turning around, getting ready to go upfield. But, uh, you know, he was one on one with Tyler Eifert. One of the best pass rushers in the game should not be one on one with your tight end. I'm sorry. Uh, but that's what happened. And he ate Tyler Eifert alive. And hits Andy Dalton. Dalton fumbles the ball in, in a. I'm fine with, with taking a sack there. But you have to protect the ball. I, you know, I was texting uh, one of my buddies about that, and I said, you know what? You know, we were kind of going back and forth on that. And I said, y- regardless, you just have to. I mean, you got to protect the ball. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You have to protect the ball. And you know, he didn't. T.J. Mosley picks it up, takes it 41 yards for the touchdown. Next thing you know, it's 17-14, and it, it didn't look good. Uh, it was getting, you know, it just was it wasn't it wasn't pretty and uh it was a little frustrating at that point. But then that's when the ADR touchdown pass came in from uh, Andy Dalton to AJ Green. Uh that killed the momentum right away. Uh that any momentum that they had it was just shot there. And uh but then you know then it got interesting again when you know Baltimore's able to take it down. So, you know, like I said, that was a that was twelve seconds. So twelve seconds later on, you know, you're right back in the lead again. At, you know, 21-17, you know, you're riding high. You know, you're feeling good. Um, And then Baltimore goes on a nine-play 79-yard drive that ended with another Steve Smith touchdown. Uh, A 60-yard pass from Joe Flacco. Uh, Justin Tucker, obviously, you know, nailed the extra point. And things started looking down again. You know, you're kind of, you know, kind of holding your head down a little bit. You're not really feeling too, too good. But, But, you know, hey, the Bengals, you know, the Bengals did what they had to do. Uh once again they got it done. That's when they go on that the you know, six play 80 yard drive uh that culminated with the 7 yard touchdown pass from AJ Green, do AJ Green uh it, it put them right back in the lead again. You know, like I said, it was just a it was a memorable game. Uh there was a lot of a lot of penalties uh that it really you know, it clouded this clouded this game and I wasn't a fan of you know when when you have a game uh, you know and basically it was a big game for you know for the, both the Bengals and the and the Ravens I mean now you've effectively taken the Ravens out of the division uh, no team's ever gone uh, went through and made the Super Bowl so that right there you know it, just the odds are really against you uh, but you know to me it was a huge game by the Bengals. Now I'm going to get to some things I do not like about this game. The penalties, uh, you know, it was just it was a penalty-filled game. And I, there were some penalties that I was – I mean, I was stunned that some penalties weren't called, and I was stunned that some penalties were called. called. Uh, there was the – I believe it was a third down incompletion – uh, to where you know the Bengals really got the ball back. They saw a punt, and next thing you know, and they called a uh, run from the passer hit to the head. Uh, I forget who the, the penalty was on. Barely hit. Uh, I knew it was uh, Chris Carter, I believe, so was Carter came in on the, you know, on the on the left side or actually on the right side, and, and his helmet or his hand hit the helmet of, of Flacco. Next thing, you know, it's a fifth yard penalty, automatic first down. To me, come on now, that's not what that was. I uh, thought so that was kind of a joke. I, I wasn't a fan of that. Uh, but then that kind of that helped keep a drive alive. Uh, there was also on the Steve Smith touchdown, the 16 yarder. Um, you know, he was in a battle with uh, with Drake Kirkpatrick, and to me, it looked like offensive pass interference. They were both going back and forth, shoving each other pretty hard. And next thing you know, and there was no no flag and it's things like that you have to, you got to be consistent. The NFL who is going to go out there and state that, you know, you know, I'm not going to really complain about the referees like I should, or like I, like I'm doing. It's just not, it's not good. Uh, It really took away from a lot of the game.
1: Just things like
0: that you can't have. And it really took away from the flow, like I was saying, Uh, but it's just, it's frustrating when you're trying to watch a game, there's no flow to it, especially in a big game. The, the referees kind of took, took everything out of it, you know, with all the flags that were tossed. Another um, thing I didn't like, the the rules of the game are – I think it's kind of – it is kind of come into the officiating. So I'm going to get right back into what I just said I wasn't going to, but I can't help it. the Tyler Eifer touchdown that was called back, I mean – that to me, that's inexcusable. Uh, that look. I mean, what are you? What are you going to constitute a catch now in the NFL? I mean, it's it's an absolute joke. the The league is so goofy now, and it's not what it used to be, and that's a shame because it's not. It's just. It's taken away from everything, and that's where, the you know the league's got to do something because you know when you're taking. You're taking everything out of you know your stars, and they can't do anything uh, based off of you know different um, you know just rules, and it's 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 not good for the game. Uh, I, I said there was a tweet of the day. I put it on my uh, my uh, Facebook page, my blog, my blogger Facebook page. It was from Josh Kirkendall. Uh, I, I said it was fantastic. Only in the NFL is a touchdown reception, not a touchdown reception, because of convoluted rules that rival the U.S. tax code. How, I mean, that's spot on. I mean, absolutely spot on. And uh, another one was, uh, I saw was completing the catch in the NFL is the hardest thing in the world to do. It is. I mean, it would, you're really making things difficult. To me, like I said, Todd and you know, I don't blame Marvin Lewis at all for that. You know he did what he had to do. It was great. You know I think because if you 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 get the touchdown there, and you know you really put uh, you put ball to around the eight ball and there's nothing they can really do and they're really you know they're kind of goners. Um, so I'm fine with that. You know it, it, it's you know it is what it is. So um, you know I was fine with that call. But regardless, you have to. I mean, the referee's got to do something about it. You know, cut out the flags. It was. It was just just ridiculous. And, you know, they're going to call something. They're not going to call others that were blatant. I mean, come on. NFL's got to do something. Officiating's got to improve a little bit. Uh, you know, cause it does. It, it takes away from everything. Um, the other thing I, I i didn't like was, you know, the the Bengals tackling. The defense uh, did an awful job in tackling. It, <laughs> It was frustrating, very, very frustrating because, uh, you know, there was the one uh, – it was the, Smith, the Steve Smith 50-yard touchdown where, you know, he takes it to the house and it was, it was because of a couple of missed tackles. Uh, there was just missed tackles all over that game uh, by the Bengals' defense. They just couldn't get really, you know, really in sync. And they just – they couldn't they, they couldn't get it done. Uh, you know, there was some uh, – There were some plays that were made, like I said, that that would have been different had, you know, had the defense made it, just made a play. I mean, there were some missed tackles, you know, a couple times that, uh, you know, that the Ravens were able to get first downs from uh, and just bigger plays and just getting a bunch of extra yardage off of the contact uh, right for the reception, just things, you know, things like that that can't happen, uh, you know, you, you just got to get it done on the defense, which is what, uh, you know, we, we praised the the defense and especially Adam Jones in, in the first week against Oakland, how he had uh, 10 tackles. And I thought that the, the defense did a phenomenal job of uh, tackling. They did a great, great job tackling. But, you know, they just unfortunately just couldn't, you know, they just couldn't do it, you know, tonight or today. And they, it, it almost cost them the game. Uh, luckily, defense stepped up and played very, very well and, and made some stops when they had to, so, you know, good on them. Uh, last thing I didn't really like was the uh, the clock management by Marvin Lewis at, you know, at the end of the half. You know, Marvin's always been guilty of this. It's one of those situations where he thinks that he can go in and uh, that those, uh, it seems like the, the the timeouts carry over to the next half. and it seems like he does it all the time. And it it it's very frustrating as a Bengals fan because that's not how it works, Marvin. You know, you have to uh you know, I take advantage. I'm fine with you taking taking shots and being aggressive. Uh you know, and, and that's on uh Hugh Jackson as well. Like when you uh like I say when you, you get the ball thirty three seconds left in the half, uh and you're in a pretty good spot to where, you know, you take a shot downfield, uh call a timeout you know, and then you can work another sideline, uh, you know, sideline route. You're only going to take 10, 12, you know, maybe 15 seconds tops off the clock there. And the next thing you know, you could be in field goal range. Instead, you know, they don't do that, and they they put themselves in a bad spot, and then it, it costs them right at the end, especially uh, because I think that they could have really, the momentum would have, you know, continued, especially, you know, after the, the defense comes up with a stop uh, after Baltimore was, you know, was flying high after the, you know, the, the fourth down stop of uh, Tyler Eifert and the so-called incompletion. Uh, the defense stepped up, made a play, and uh, you know held Baltimore to nothing on that next drive. When you know a, a play there, here, you know, here and there, and Baltimore can get right back in. Right at the end of the half, defense didn't do that. So to me, I think if the you know if the offense, you know if they can go back out there and they can make uh, at least get three points on the board there and kind of make up for uh, you know the missed opportunity that you know that was you know the the Tyler Eifert play at the goal line, then you know you you can rebound there and take that in the locker room flat high instead you knowing you get the ball back in the second half. It just you know three points there and then you get the ball back. You know, who knows what could happen there. Instead, uh, they just – the the play calling for B. Jackson was kind of goofy. And obviously Marvin Lewis with his timeouts. Yeah, it, 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 typical Marvin Lewis clock management. It happens. It's frustrating. But, you know, it, it is what it is. Uh, you know, so overall, a hard-fought win for the Bengals. Uh, clutch win for the Bengals. You know, they continue to play well. You know, it's like I said, it's you know, get some of the stats here. Um, um, you know, you know the Bengals were obviously led Andy Dalton again, 20 of 32, 383 yards. Um, he had three touchdowns, uh, one interception. Uh, like I said, he played very, very well. Uh, you know, Gio Bernard and and Jeremy Hill were able to, uh, you know, to get the rushing game somewhat going. Um, you know, they combined 25 uh, attempts for you know 80 yards uh or 70 yards i apologize uh you know it was kind of he knew what they were going to do like i said he, it was one of those things where baltimore is going to go out and they were going to take away the run and let andy Dalton beat him that's exactly what i stated in my uh, in my preview and, and that's what they did and uh andy Dalton just came out and he did beat him um you know he he tossed the ball around uh aj green obviously did 10 receptions for 227 yards the Ravens have had just an impossible time covering him. And, you know, you go back and you look at uh, previous years and, and, you know, the highlights speak for themselves. Marvin Jones, man, step up, have a game, kid. Uh, he had a touchdown, a beautiful throw from Andy Galt, Uh that laser, and right at the, you know, just a beautiful 16-yard pass. Uh, that was in the second quarter, you know beautiful. I mean it was just, you know, simply beautiful. Uh Joe Bernard was targeted a couple of times. um uh, Sanu was targeted a couple of times. Uh you know, overall, uh Kevin Huber had a pretty solid day punting. He had one inside the twenty. Uh he had three punts. He averaged uh he averaged forty three yards. Uh he was longest of fifty seven. Uh you know they uh you know thing that I was kinda of surprised the Bengals did not get pressure on uh on Joe Flacco like uh like I expected. Uh they had no sacks. Um, you know, they did hurry him a little bit, but you know, overall, uh AJ Hawk led uh, they led the team uh with uh five tackles, uh and he assisted on one. Uh, Adam Jones did have the interception of, of Joe Flacco, which was huge. But, you know, you see a lot of guys on the uh on the score line or on the uh the score sheet uh with you know with tackles and that was uh that was kinda nice but you know Vinny Ray was in on a lot of tackles. Carlos Dunlop, uh, Gino was in on a couple. Uh, Adam Jones, obviously, you know, Drake or Patrick. So, guys like that. Uh, when you look at uh, the Ravens, uh, Flacco, he chucked it up 49 times, 362 yards. He was 32 of 49, like I said, for the 362, two touchdowns and an interception. Uh, Bengals defense shut down uh, the Ravens' run game, and that was huge because, uh, you know, you, you dared you dared Flacco to beat you, and uh, you didn't really have the weapons outside of uh, Steve Smith, and uh, Smith had a great game again thirteen receptions, hundred eighty six yards. Um, this, this overall, it was a good game there from the uh, from the Bengals defense once again. Um, you know, you know, so you know that's this is what we've been expecting all season long. Uh, you know, the Bengals right now are sitting pretty three and zero in the division. Uh, Pittsburgh won today. They are. Uh, they're two and one, and uh, the the to have lost Ben Roethlisberger for at least four weeks, uh, maybe more than the injury. So, we're going to see how that's going to develop here later on. Um, you know, so, you know, big next two weeks coming up now with uh, Kansas City is going to be coming in off a short week. Uh, so, you know, a huge, uh, huge game this Sunday at uh, Paul Brown Stadium against Kansas City. So with that being said, uh make sure you check out FTI sports dot com. I will uh you know, be uh, looking ahead at that uh, at that game and kinda give you uh, a little bit more expanded thought here uh from today's game. Uh make sure you hit me up on Twitter. I'm at I am Chris Asbrock. Uh also make sure you like my page on Facebook, uh Chris Asbrock slash blogger or hyphen uh, blogger. Uh like I said, check out the blog. Uh you know, it's you know Everything's going to be up there. I will be doing a hockey show, the Dangle and Snipe Hockey Show, with uh, uh, with my colleague Kyle Phillips. He's going to be making his podcast debut on Friday night. We're going to be looking ahead to the NFL, uh or the NHL season. So make sure you tune in. And uh, thank you guys. You know, again, thank you guys very much for tuning in. And uh, we'll uh, we'll talk to you later on this week. So thank you guys and have a good night.